Welcome to the Shulamite Podcast, an extension of Shulamite Ministries and Shulamite.com, with weekly interviews and teaching with author and speaker Martha Kilpatrick and hosted by John Enslow. This weekly podcast is a way to stay connected to the ministry. So come experience anointed messages, not giving just another method, but a living impartation. Okay. Then Paul says, in him you've been made complete. Well, I could probably wrap my mind around that, but I would be wrong, because it doesn't mean what it seems to me. In him you have been made complete, believing a spiritual stature through Christ. He's the head of everything. Christ has made you alive together. But what he's actually saying, John, here he goes into chapter 4 of Colossians. Pray for us, too, that God will open the door of opportunity for us for the word to proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I have been imprisoned, that I may make it clear and speak boldly and unfold the mystery in the way I should. He's still on the mystery, goes to prison for knowing the mystery, and he's still after explaining it. This is the mystery. I am crucified with Christ, and I no longer live. The life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loves me and gave himself for me. What it means, and what your, what your book means, John, is that Christ didn't come down to walk with me beside me. He didn't even come down to walk in front of me and pull me along like sheep. Christ came to enter my very body through the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the re- rebirth experience so that my Lord Jesus is within this body. And that is the mystery. It's called the mystery. And and this is interesting because the Antichrist, the test of the Antichrist, is whether Christ came in the flesh. And and if if you don't believe that, or if, if there is an opposition... The Antichrist is against Christ being born as a human being. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's how you can detect. And I've known people that I suddenly realize never do they mention Christ in right. dwelling. Right, right. It's called in Christ incarnate. Mm-hmm. That's the big, big word for it. It means Christ came in to this world in a human body. And he lived as a human with God in, right. in dwelling. Right. That's a pattern of the life that we are to live. Right. That when we are born again, we receive the very nature and, and character and meaning of Jesus within our personal body. And, the, and Christ comes, he wants Christ to indwell the church by having all the church people indwelt with Christ. So that is he wants to be in, incarnate in us. Yes. So it's it was a exactly. one-time, hey, let me show you where we're going. Now I want to do that in every single person. Yes, exactly. Perfectly, beautifully said. Jesus came. Everything he heard, was everything he said was from the Father's voice. Everything he did was from the Father's instigation. He did what he saw the Father do. And, and he said to uh, the Pharisees, you, you believe in me. You don't even believe because of the miracles. But Jesus came and lived in the body of an infant. I assume that's when he entered. I don't know. Probably, perhaps he was when he was uh, baptized by John the Baptist. He was the Holy Spirit rested on him in the form of a dove. But this is the message we must proclaim, and we have to. He says. 
pray that I will be able to transcribe it to other people so that the mystery which is Christ are revealed to the Gentiles. God has given to me to make the mystery hidden for ages and generations, now revealed to his saints, Christ in you, the hope of glory. For this I told. Then he says that God's mystery is Christ, in whom are hidden all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So where are his treasures now? In you, John. Because Christ is in you. You have his knowledge. You have access to his wisdom. You have access to his very life. And even though it says your life is hidden with Christ in God, actually, he is both there and here in some mysterious way. Christ, who is your life, when he, your life appears, you'll look like him and be like him. See, I think a lot of people think that the exchanged life is about salvation. Uh-huh. And it's really not. It, you know, because they, if you read it, if you read all that you're saying right now, as salvation, mm-hmm. th- then you say, oh, yeah, well, um, Christ will will do it, meaning my saved life now does it. Uh, it or else I do it with Jesus. Yeah, it's an imitation the thing. It's the whole the help of Jesus. Yeah. And, and but that, that there's a big distinction between your salvation and you're actually living out the, the exchange life. life. Right. And that's what I finally saw thanks to Ian Thomas. I finally got the revelation. And it's not so easy to live out, and it's not so easy to understand all the implications of that and how you can consistently let him live instead of you. So, he here in First Timothy, Paul is charging the elders of the first century church, according to the men, uh, they must hold the mystery of the faith with a clear conscience. They all, in order to be an elder, you had to know the mystery of the faith, which is Christ in you. Okay, the mystery of godliness. And Paul's, uh, this is again Paul writing to Timothy. Great indeed, we confess, is the mystery of godliness. So what is that mystery? He it, it follows that scripture. It's talking about Jesus. Jesus was manifested in the flesh, vindicated by the Spirit, seen by angels, proclaimed among the nations, believed on in the world, taken up in glory. Christ himself being witnessed through bodies of, of believers, born-again believers, is the mystery of godliness. He is my godliness. I am not. Thank you, Jesus. He is my source of wisdom. I am not. It's in relationship that you're constantly pointing to, John, God bless you, you become, you can't be more intimate than two people in one body. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. That is an intimacy that you live with 24-7. And surrendering to his life in my body is a matter of surrender and of faith and of growing. So Ian Thomas came back to my church and so he asked if you have any questions and come up and ask me. And I went up and stood on the platform with him. And I said, I got it. I've got it. He said, you've got him. <laughs> and he was right. I was thinking, I got the revelation. He said, no, you got him. And I said, how do you live it out? 
I go and I and I let him live my life, and then I then I do it myself. And he said, "You do it moment by moment." And that was not very satisfactory to me, but I found that he was right. Do you know something that, that uh, we have a, a, a friend of the ministry, a brother that uh, we've we've met with, and we love, and he literally could read these scriptures and give you the revelation back to back. I mean, he he has the revelation down pat he could tell you exactly what it is mm-hmm. and you can't explain it with your mind no he he could, cannot know he, it he probably could do it better than i could mm-hmm. he could probably explain it better than i could mentally mentally but he says and he's god bless him he he comes and he says i know it i can speak it i can give it to you but i don't have it and and Thank God that he has that yes, integrity. That yes. That's because if you if you if you think you have it, how many people do we think how how many people do we know who think they have it and are living it and are not? Mm-hmm. I, I remember someone we witnessed many years ago who had led a group teaching them the exchange life. But when we met them we did not meet Christ. You'll just have to trust me with such judgment. But really, there was happy, happy but there was no real presence of Christ. And we knew the presence of Christ not because we're special, but because we just died to it. Died. Died. Yes, into it. sought it and, and died. And liter- literally, you die to your life so that His can be the source of everything. And I, I grieved over that because it is easy, perhaps, to explain it so you think you have it without having any reality. We know a whole ministry that 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 this is the focal point of right. their, their... They're there to teach people Christ indwelling, and we've never met... Not a single time. Oh, not a single time. Have we met Christ in, in, in any of them? That's not a judgment. I no, mean, it's not. It's because we have the reality that we can say that we, we've been there. We know what the non-reality is. Mm-hmm. I'm, I just have to say it, John. We saw it. Right. And and I prayed for that group a whole lot because it was tragic to me that to how do you pretend to have Christ within? You have to become Well, it's like they verbally said it and then they they, they proclaimed it they and then acted it, it out. Yeah. And you, as though exactly. it were true. Right, but then that's and, it. And and that's what it wasn't real. No. So so I, I was uh, listening to the, the uh, radio uh, for a few minutes on, on the way back from uh, walking, and I, I, I was shocked. Um, there's a, a, a minister who fills stadiums, who has written many, many, many books, and who, you know, if I said the name, which I'm not going to do, you would know exactly who this person was. And uh, I heard them say, that uh, they, you know, they started and they they, uh, they tried working in the nursery and children and that didn't work. And then they tried something else in ministry and that didn't work. And then tried something else in ministry and that didn't work. And finally they tried to speak and and teach and that worked. And so they said, well, there, that, that must be it. And then they started writing books and they said, oh my gosh, this must I be, I can write books. And the, the the thing that freaked me out is that there was no 
there was no, okay, so beyond just no exchange of life, that's not something that's uncommon. You can open the door of most churches and see that. This person didn't even seek the will of God for where he wanted to live his life or where he wanted to put them. I'm like going, you, that was just a, a hunt and peck kind of deal. And I've, I've written about that on the blog, that basically, you know, find a job, pick it up, and then all day you'll have good luck. That, that's kind of how they, they, they live. And I've talked about an author in there, uh, in the book, about, you know, they basically uh, find out where God is and then go uh, join him. Well, no. No. <laughs> that doesn't have anything to do with it. This is, this, so I was shocked that, that, that this person that brings stadiums together doesn't doesn't even preach the will of God. He doesn't pre, pre, uh, preach the obedience to the will of God to to find beyond even the exchange life, just to find where he wants them to be. I understand what you're saying. We hope you've enjoyed the Shulamite podcast. For all the latest from Shulamite Ministries, please visit us at shulamite.com, where you'll find Martha's daily devotions, posts from getalongwithgod.com, and the online library of all of Martha's writings. At Shulamite.com, downloading the free Shulamite app is easy, and livingchristianbooks.com is only a click away. Thank you for joining us on this journey to discover a God worth knowing.